Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Hi, Niall. Just a quick problem that you might be able to share on your show that has me in a quandary over the last couple of weeks and I need to make a decision. Let me give you a bit of a background. I've been married for 22 years. I have a 16-year-old daughter. My friends and family uh, and even complete strangers have told me that I'm an attractive woman. I even go to the gym regularly and I have a great sexual appetite. And when we got married first, my husband and I were very adventurous in that aspect of our lives. I can honestly say in the first three to four years, we had sex almost every day. After our daughter was born, obviously, uh, life got slightly in the way and our sex took a slight back seat. But we were still active. But in the last five years, it has become almost non-existent. On a regular basis, I've tried to initiate sex and he constantly gives me excuses like he's too tired or not in the mood. I'm probably a rare commodity as a woman and want uh, sex on a daily basis. I can honestly say I cannot remember the last time, but I know it was months ago and even then it obviously wasn't very memorable. He hasn't even indicated or initiated in years. I've now resorted to entertaining myself every day. I don't think I need to go into too much detail. Over the last four weeks, I've had a lot of life-changing thoughts. And I've even spoken to some friends of mine. Some of my friends have suggested that he might be having an affair. But I can assure you, because of his line of work and how much he's at home, he's not. Another friend told me it's quite normal for sex to disappear in a marriage over time. But I refuse to accept that. I don't want that kind of marriage. It's not... Um, it's got to the point where it's consuming me on a daily basis. And as much as I love my husband and every other aspect of a marriage, he's just not satisfying my womanly needs. And I feel that maybe it's time to move on while I'm still young, as this, to me, is a deal breaker. P.S. Before anyone suggests that I set up date nights and similar, I have tried everything over the last five years and he's just not interested. Can you please ask your listeners what I should do? Uh, as I know, sex is not everything, but to me, it's really important. Is it time for me to go? Should she stay or should she go now? That's basically what she's saying. Is it time to go? I mean, she's a young woman. She's in her... Did you say she was in her 40s? I'm guessing she is. Yeah, married 22 years, 16-year-old child, probably in her 40s. So she's a young woman in her 40s. 40s still young. Still loads of time left. Life in the old dog, as they say. Um, she's clearly a bit of a nymphomaniac. Well, when I say nymphomaniac, she likes sex. That's okay. And yes, she's right. Sex isn't everything in a relationship. Of course it's not. Sex is actually probably the smallest thing in a relationship. Realistically, the sex is only about 5-10%, the intimacy. And when I say sex, I mean intimacy. You know, it doesn't have to be full-on intercourse. But intimacy is probably about 10% of a relationship. But if there is no intimacy and one wants it more than the other, then it can become a problem in the relationship. If both people, by the way, are happy, you know, just not to bother with it, well, then it's fine. I'm sure you can get on great. But in this particular situation, which is more unusual, I suppose, she wants it and he's not interested. Now, he may have a multitude of reasons as to why. Maybe he's stressed out. Maybe he's under pressure. Uh, maybe he has a problem down below. And he just doesn't want to share it with her. Maybe they don't communicate enough in relation to it. Maybe she hasn't communicated to him enough. Although it sounds like she's tried to do, she's done everything at this stage. And he's just not interested. So she's thinking to herself, well, this is important to me. Because this is an important part of her relationship to me. That's what she's saying. So should she get out of the relationship? Now, it suggests that everything else is okay in the relationship because she does seem to love him and she does seem to like him and all that kind of stuff and they have a child together. Well, the child is 16 and probably because the child is 16, she's starting to rediscover life again. Because with the child being 16, they're quite independent. She's getting out a bit more and maybe she's starting to 
you know, I suppose, appreciate her sexuality a bit more and appreciate herself a bit more as well. So is she right to say, maybe I should make a move? Maybe I should get out of this, get out of Dodge while the going's good, while I'm still young? Or is she wrong to focus so much on it and that love is more important and the relationship is more important than that? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 What advice would you give to this woman? If this was your sister or your daughter, what if our friend, what advice would you give them? Would you say, look, stick it out, stick it out. Let's see, you know, you might be able to do something about it or it's not everything, you know, it's not the most important thing in the world. You know, look, if you need to continue to play with yourself, well, well and good, you know, so you can get rid of yourself that way, you can get yourself sorted out that way. The number is 087 I'm sure she does mention that she has, she entertains herself on a regular basis. Let me go to Michael. Michael, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Michael? <laughs> What's the crack? Yeah, well, she does mention she entertains herself, Michael. And we all know, we all know what that means, yeah. How old is she? Well, I'm assuming she's in her 40s because she doesn't give her age, but she oh, says she's 22 years married with a 16-year-old teenage daughter. Oh, yeah. well, there's, there's a bit of hope for her then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what should she do? He's not interested. I think a lot of Irish women need to step it up in the bedroom anyway. Just Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is quite the opposite problem, Michael. What are you picking on women for? This guy, no, he, well, have a go at him. You need to step it up in the bedroom. Well, why, why, case, why do Irish women need to step it up in the bedroom, by the way? They can be very plain giants. Oh, right. But just they lie there and do it for Ireland. They can talk a good game. Yeah. When it comes down to it. There's, there's they, no talk good, they talk a good game among, amongst their friends and all. But no action when they come down to it. Cat goes and laughs and all. They all think, oh, you go, girl. But at the end of the day. Useless. Is that what you're saying to me? Well, well some can be. Some. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her approach in this now, she needs to have a strategy here. Okay. What I would recommend is, because I, I can tell where he's coming from. He's just not. Because you're a sex expert, but go on, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a sex expert. No, you stop. Right? I'm joking. But, I, I know. But I think. Uh, He's just not getting the horn. So that's what <laughs> bluntly, isn't it? Right? He, he's just not getting the horn. All right, okay. So are you saying he has a problem down below? No, he's not turned on by her. I don't think he has a problem. But she her. says she's 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 going on to say she's an attractive woman. She goes to the gym regularly and she gets a great sexual appetite. Yeah. Well, if she's playing with a vibrator all the time, she's got no charge to it. She's got no essence. Well, well, maybe she just prefers the real thing and being her husband, and she maybe she genuinely loves him too. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she should just go and get herself a pair of those TikTok leggings, right? <laughs> <laughs> and just walk through from the kitchen. He's sitting on the sofa, right? She should walk from the kitchen through the sitting room. I know people TikTok are listening now tonight. Going, what are TikTok leggings? Do you want to describe them, Michael? I've seen them. I've only seen the short clips on on the YouTube. Are these the leggings that leave very little to the imagination? It's, it's they they go day. they go right up the crack of your bottom. It's modern. Oh, day they push magic. it up. Yeah. <laughs> these things are made by some Maryland magician. I swear to God. But uh, well, she should get a pair of those TikTok leggings, right? Right, TikTok leggings. Get her get her hair done up. Right. Okay. Business, Why right? is this her problem, by the way? But go on, yeah, go on. Because he's not aroused by her, so. How do we know she? How do we know she? I mean, she says she goes to the gym. She says she's attractive. She's been told by friends and family and complete strangers. So maybe she is good looking. Maybe she maybe she is doing all those things. 
look, being told you're attractive by your friends is different than being found attractive by your husband. Right. You're not going to arouse your friends. You, your job is to arouse your husband. Your friends aren't going to Is that your job? You. Your job is to arouse your husband. Okay. That's just a word in you. I know. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a duty. Well, I don't know if it's a duty. But I'm, just, I'm just saying, is that what you're saying to me? Yeah. I'm saying if she, she like, she needs to, here's how it goes. People might not like this, right? Oh, Michael, they don't like a lot of things you say, but go on. They're just at, you're only adding to us, go on, to the list of things you've said in the past, but go on. Right. The way to a man's heart is through his penis, right? Mm. And the way to a woman's vagina is through her heart. Right. So, women treat men like women. They expect men to be the way women are. All sensitive all and... All feelings and talking about your this, that, and that. That doesn't turn men on. That doesn't get men horny. It just doesn't. I'm sorry, all you modern people out there. We, we, it doesn't work. So was Caprice right in what she said in OK Magazine? I was reading it today, actually. She said that men were simple creatures. Feed them yeah. and give them sex and they'd be grand. Exactly. But they were, Is that true? Are we that simple? Yeah, but you have to do it with a, a level of respect. Right. The woman has to do it with a level of respect. She has to kind of want to do it. She has to accept the man as he is. We are simple creatures. We're not complicated in that sense. That's not, that's not saying that we're stupid or that we're simple in the head. Like, well, the way we're biologically made up. Right. Like, men are... We're physical. We're very, very physical. We're, we're not as emotional and mental as women. Like, when we deal with problems, a man will deal with a problem rationally. Whereas a woman goes straight to the feelings and emotions about a problem. And that's, you know, and that's why women are always called crazy and stuff, because men don't understand that that's how they're designed. So not they're not so all women are like that. Not all women are like that. I know, but... I'm, yeah, okay. you're generalising. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the majority of women. Well, okay, well let you, you can say that if you want. I, I, well, no, well, I mean, in fairness... I don't right, believe the majority of women are irrational. No, that's not what I'm saying. I didn't say they're irrational. You're, you're doing exactly what I'm, what I'm trying to talk about. Mm. The majority, when a woman is confronted with a problem, she doesn't handle it. Like, this is why you see all these arguments between men and women, right? Because a man is confronted with a problem, right? He's like, all right, how do I solve this problem? And he thinks about it logically and rationally, right? Women are very capable of rationalness and logic, but it comes after they they, they go to their feelings and emotions first, right? Yeah. Then they go to logic and rational. This is my observation. Criticise me if you like. But this is how it is. See, we're very, very different. I know all, the, all these trans people, no disrespect to anyone, but all these trans lobbyist people and all these kind of people try to tell you that we're all the same and blah, 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 but we're not. We're very, very different. Like, and when I say men and women, there's the majority of men and women, and then there's the fringe men and women. There's the men and the women on the fringes who are different, right? And they're just as equal as everyone else, but they are different. But the majority of men and women behave a certain way. Okay. That's my observation. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that, by the way. Men and women are generally different, and, they, and we think differently, and we uh, attack a problem differently, and, the, you know, that's why, that's why they're women and we're men generally. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody has to be like that and fit into that box, but I get you. So yeah, you're that, so you're saying to me? Compliment one each other. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Each other. Well, I mean, it, go, it goes back to there was a the whole. I remember the CEO of whoever it is, GlaxoKline, whoever who Pfizer, who makes Viagra. I can't remember anyway. The CEO said they were working on you know a female version of Viagra, but he said the problem with it is it would have to come with a box of chocolates and a bunch of flowers. 
So, <laughs> and if you, we all kind of get what he was saying that women, yeah. men tend to have affairs, for example, for sexual reasons, where women will have them for emotional reasons. So, in other words, men have sex for the mechanical aspect of sex a lot of the time, and you know, and to, to finish at their job, so to speak. Whereas women will have it for more emotional reasons. And it's not always the case, but, you know, if two people are in love, it's obviously much more enjoyable, too. But in saying that, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, go on. So how does how does she make him interested in her when he's just not interested? And I get the impression from the email, she has tried everything. I don't know if she's tried everything, because as, as we both just said, men are simple creatures. But, I mean, like, it sounds, I don't know. I mean, we know nothing about the situation really, but maybe she's been trying to connect with him. Maybe she is, like, you know, he comes in and she has these dinners ready for him with a bit of candlelight or something. She's trying to connect with him on an emotional Yeah, level. okay. That, isn't that what that the experts say to do, like? Yeah, but that doesn't work. Like, it does. It's nice. It's nice when someone does that for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he... If it's a man, if she just if she goes for the sexual stuff first and then does all the emotional stuff mm. later, mm-hmm. I think she's putting the cart before the horse. Right. I don't know. Right. I just guess. You still haven't really, you haven't really given her an answer, but anyone ever. Well, what's the, what's the I mean, when she, when she wants to know, should she leave him? Because she's not getting anywhere. She said she can't even remember the last time that they had sex, and it clearly wasn't that memorable because she doesn't remember it. And she's basically playing with herself every day. Sorry, I'm have to be blunt here, but that's what she's saying. Yeah. Well, she could be ruining her own sexual charge with the master. I mean, she, you know. No, she's making an effort. She said she can't remember the last time he initiated it. She constantly has to initiate or try to initiate it, and he's never interested. He says things to her like he's too tired or he's not in the mood. Well, men, you, well, that's another thing, right? That's that's another thing I've noticed, right? If you're doing it late at night, men, men are horny first thing in the morning. That's the best time to get a man for sex. I wouldn't agree with you. I well, a lot of the time it is. No, I prefer nice. Well, there you go. Right. So we're all different. But a lot of men, in this case, it sounds it could be, this could be, I'm not saying it is, it could be what it is, right? Mm. She could be horny at night, he could be horny in the morning. So she maybe messes around in the morning, approaches him in the morning, has, you know, whatever, has a little strategy there for morning sex. Or whatever that could work. He could be exhausted. He could be exhausted late at night, and she could be. Because I have noticed this. I'm not, I'm not saying you know this is everyone, but I have noticed a lot of times men are, are tired at night, and women tend to wake up at night. Women tend to be more hornier at night. I think so. Tend to be hornier. I do. That's been my experience, and I've noticed that a lot of times. If you get a man first thing in the morning when he has the, the morning wood, oh. that could be an approach. Right. So. Okay, so to jump on that, so to speak. I don't mean jump on it. I mean yeah, but, well, to jump on that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, whatever, do it, whatever. Yeah. You know, have a little tickle or something down there. <laughs> okay, well, stay there. Let me go to Jim. Jim, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Jim? How are you? I know, I know Michael seems to want to try and fix the relationship here somehow. He's given a sexual advice like a sex expert. But in saying that, I think she's made her mind up that there's no fixing it. And I suppose the question she's really asking is, is it worth staying with somebody in a sexless relationship? Well, here's my side of the argument, here. Most times, men are the, you know, the horny dad. Always look for the bit here and there, and they get told to get lost, or they're too tired, or not tonight. Some excuse comes up all the time. I just find it strange. Is she actually putting an effort in herself? Yeah, she is. She, why is all having a go at her? Well, she, I mean, she sounds like she's doing everything the, right. This is another side of the argument here. She thinks she's putting effort in, but what effort is that? Is it like... A tap on the shoulder, a peck on the lips. 
like if you actually you know getting down to business or just <laughs> is she getting down to business <laughs> what like is she getting under the covers and going down below no oh, she like is she pulling pull the hand out in other words you know like she's probably just sitting there with the eyes or movements or like that is she actually physically you know let's get it yeah. on here instead of just passing these little uh, Jeez, you can't win with blokes you really can't I mean here's a woman who's gagging for it and you're all looking for reasons to blame her for the problem here. He's clearly the problem, Jim. Well, no, really. Jim, I mean, Jim, when was the last time? How old are you, Jim, by the way? Uh, hitting 50 soon. Oh, right, okay. You sound a lot younger. When was the last time, Jim, that you turned around to a woman in a bed and said, oh, not tonight? Well, let's be honest here. When you're at your age, it's pretty much a lot. It's pretty much often. <laughs> oh, stop. Michael, when was the last time you said not tonight? It has happened, but not often. Ah, Jesus, Michael. I have never used those words in my life. No, no. well, I mean... I bet him then again, I don't drink alcohol, so that probably helps. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Jim, are you a drinker, yeah? I'm a drinker, yeah, but let's say the lights come on the weekend. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, if you're, a, if you're a drinker, then there could be an issue, couldn't there? The old brewer's droop, as they call it. You I'm might not be able to perform. No problem there. I think the women need a bit of Viagra every now and then, not the blokes. Well, here's a woman that clearly doesn't need any Viagra. She's <laughs> she's quite happy to get going. And she's in a relationship, or in a marriage, over 22 years. And, you know, and our mates are saying to her, ah, should you move on? the problem and... there again. It's the mates. The mates giving advice. Women, a lot of women are so led astray, but our mates giving them advice. But I, I'm looking at the text here. I can't believe he's all blaming her. Does she make no an effort? Blaming her. We're blaming her strategy. That's what I'm blaming her. I'm not blaming her. I'm blaming her strategy. I mean, look, here's another text. Does she make an effort her end? Normally women give, uh, give out when men uh, try it on. Oh, that's you, Jim. That's your bloody text. Jim, yeah. is that your text? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What are you all blaming her for? I'm at the you reading this email, know. and most lads listening tonight, I'm pretty sure reading this email, we're going... Jesus Christ, he's the, uh, he's getting get rid of a good put, thing put, here. Put the shoe on your foot, right? Yeah. Think about it then. What, if if a bloke wrote the email and was saying it about his missus? Yeah, she wasn't playing the game. What would it be like then? Well, if she wasn't, I mean, from what she says, she can't remember the last time it happened, right? That's a, that's a really bad sign, right? Okay, so it's obviously months. Uh, you know, uh, you would have a chat as a couple, find out what the issue is, Try to sort out the issue. And if you can sort out the issue, then you've got a decision to make if you believe it's an important part of the relationship. Well, she should just pull it up to him and get it straight out and get it done over. At least you know where she stands. Why? Well, either have sex with me or I'm leaving. Yeah, jump on or get out. <laughs> <laughs> jump on or get out. <laughs> Jim, are you married? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd love to get your wife on the show and see what she has to say. See what she has to say. Somebody else says, no, there's a double standard. Um, if I roll over and the missus says she's not in the mood or she has a bit of a headache, I just have to take it on the chin. Whereas if I turn around to her and say, I'm not in the mood, all of a sudden a row ensues and she says, do you not find me attractive anymore? So, yeah, I get that. There is a double standard, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Well, here's a woman. Here, here's a woman that wants us on a regular basis, a daily basis, she says. She wants us. And he's not providing it. It sounds though, right? It kind of sounds like she wants him 
Det er ikke... Det er Kyogre. The caveman, yeah. She wants, she wants him to be the caveman and drag her. But she's not. But then she's looking for you, Michael. You'll get it if you want to. Because that's the type of person you'd be. You're looking for... You want to be that domineering person in the relationship, don't you? I don't want to be. I am. Oh, you are. Sorry. Jim, who wears the pants in your relationship? Be careful in case she's listening. Who wears the pants, Jim? It's both of us sometimes. It goes either way. You listen listen to this, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) He's been so careful in case she finds out he's on the radio talking about her. <laughs> so Jim, both of you wear the pants. Is that what you're saying? You're covering your ass here, are you? No, well that's it. You know, it, it's kind of you can't be tired fair enough, but like there's sometimes there's no excuse for not having a bit of you know, good omelet. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, it is unusual. I'll be honest with you, it's an unusual email. We normally get that type of email from men more so than women. You yeah. know, it's it's because women are obviously, if you look at the statistically. As we get older, women are the ones who tend to lose the libido and not men because testosterone is, is lashing through us till the day we die. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there for a second. Let me go to um, Steve. You're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Steve? This is a real head scratcher, isn't it? What? What's head scratching about it? Well, Jim and his missus both of them wear the pants. But um, the whole thing is a head scratcher that a lad would be turning down sex. Yeah. That's a bit fishy, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, but both Jim and Michael are kind of. I get the impression they're blaming her. They're kind of saying, "Well, is she doing enough?" <laughs> well, I mean, I have heard people come on this show before. Uh, I, I've actually come on the show before and talked about my sexual exploits, and people would give out to me because I'm a man and I'm openly talking about this stuff. So we have this chick who's openly talking about the stuff, and they're giving out to her. I think it's because it's a whole taboo. I think that's the Irish mentality, Catholic mentality is coming out right now. Right, okay, okay. I think that's what's happening here tonight. But there's something else going on here. I can't exactly put my LGBT finger on it. Right. Um, (laughs) You're being very politically correct tonight, Steve, for some strange reason, but go on. (laughs) I can't put my finger on it. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, he's playing for the other side. You think he could be gay? Either that or... I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. That, that, I mean, that. look, we've talked about that on a more serious level more recently. And yes, that does happen, that men have been married for a long time and in the closet, so to speak. And, and I only heard tonight, actually, from somebody uh, that they knew somebody who left his wife, said he didn't love her anymore. And the rumour around town is that he's with another bloke. Mm. And I do remember mm. I was on to you, what, two years ago about a friend of mine, a Pakistani guy who had sex with another guy when he was younger and gay. Yeah. Yeah. And only, to- only told his missus when he was drunk over the dinner table. When he was drunk, correct. <laughs> and I, t- I genuinely, look, one of two things is going on here. He's either gay or she's seriously ugly to him. Mm. One or the other. Uh, how many, look, I was with a girl once, this is about five years ago. I was dying with the flu. And you'd be proud of me because I soldiered on through. I had the sex. Of course I did. Right. What man doesn't? Yeah, Michael, it's a fair point. And Jim, for that matter. Which point is that now? <laughs> I mean, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> have you I mean, even if you were dying with the flu and your missus came on to you in the bedroom and went, oh, come on, Jim, I'm really in the mood, Jim. I'm feeling hot, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Would you turn her down, Jim? Would you say, sorry, love, I have the flu? 
No, it's the uplicking There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, that's the point he's making, isn't it? So I think Steve has a point. Either the man, you know, has sexual issues, i.e. he could be gay, there's a possibility. Or not attracted to her. Or just not attracted, maybe she's, well, not attracted to her, but now, obviously, Steve used the word very ugly, but ugly to him. I don't believe ugliness is, I think every beauty's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? Exactly, and that's mm. why I said <laughs> ugly to him. Maybe he finds her repulsive in some way. I don't know. Well, but even at that, said. even at that, I have had ugly women come on to me and my second brain kicks in and I would still have sex with them. <laughs> my second brain. <laughs> Michael, blood he's can't got... can be in both places at the same time, though. Okay, so, watch... The, well, see, you're all telling me what the problem could be and that's fair enough. The, but the problem still exists. So from her point of view, she's tried everything, Steve. And her question really is, should I stay or should I go? Because if she stays, she's in a sexual relationship and she's destined to be playing with her vibrators every night. If she leaves, well, then she's got to go and find somebody else and be an awakened woman. Okay, and do, am I remembering correctly, but she said she was happy in her relationship? Other yes. Than oh, no, no, she's happy in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she loves him, all that kind of stuff. Why can't she have her cake and eat it? Well, what do you mean with that? Why doesn't she go out and have an affair? I mean, this can hold families together. It's worked for men. Why can't it work for women? Because it's not the right thing to do to deceive somebody. People will, and she, somebody will she, find she's out. She'll be found out. What's she's, uh, she's happy on all the other levels, apparently, isn't she? On all other levels, apparently, she's happy, yeah. Well, then, an affair probably wouldn't work then. I'd say she's fairly frustrated, but, I mean, like... He could have low testosterone. That's another thing. He should go and see his doctor. Well, Irish doctors are crap, but he should go and see an English doctor online and, and get his testosterone checked. That could be what it is. He could because he's in his forties, fifties. He could be have low testosterone. Have you ever had an affair? Have I ever had an affair? Yeah. Yes, I have, Stephen. Uh, so you know, and I know that when you have an affair, because I've had plenty of them, oh, um, that there is a level of excitement to an affair and once the event is over, you know, that frustration goes away temporarily, granted, you know, maybe a couple of days, but that temptation goes away and there are a couple of days that she can be happy with her husband. Yeah, but she's looking for, but then she'd be looking for a toy boy with no emotional yeah. stuff going on. But it's not easy for women to yeah, do Send her my number. Hmm. There's plenty of lads out there willing to fill that position. We can, Stephen, we, we're dogs, we can... You know, climb up on a different woman every night, seven days a week, right? Who, who's we? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Who's we? Myself and Stephen, both dogs. We've are you both? That. Okay, well, I just want to make sure I the agree. two of you are in the same category, right? All right, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, you're not putting every man. Like, Jim Jim might be a little bit offended that you're putting him into that category, too. I never, no, I said Stephen, I said his name, right? <laughs> no, but listen, right, we, I've seen this, right? Women can't, some women can, right? But they end up gone in the head. Women who sleep around a lot are not right in the head. Sorry, oh, okay. So it's all right for a man to sleep around, but not for a woman to sleep around. It's a double right. standard. But go on, yeah. No, he's right. They are a little bit more unstable. I've noticed. What? I've noticed that the women. Jeez, not this right. is like a, this is like a conversation you'd have in a pub on a Saturday night. So I've two lads telling me that it's all right for a man to sleep around. That's kind of cool. Not all right. Yeah, no, it's not. No, hang on. Yeah, but if a woman sleeps around, she's unstable. Yeah. No, you're not. Is yes, they're all unstable? You're doing that twisty stuff now, right? You're doing that twisty stuff, right? What I said was, I'm going to be clear here, right? Yeah. Men can get away with it, right? Women can't. Regardless what? of what women tell you, women... But that's a societal issue, women. but go on, yeah. All right, go on. No, it's not. It's a, it's a bloody biological, spiritual... I don't know what it is, but women can't sleep around and be normal in the head. They can't. And any oh, woman... Shit. 
I think it was Billy Connolly who said it best in one of his stand-ups. I, I'm, because he Billy Connolly, of course, is the paragon of ed- education. But go on, go on, he's a funny man, but certainly he, he isn't. Is, Psychologist. He said, uh, um, he, what he said was, um, for a man to feel loved, he must make love. For a woman to um, feel loved, to make love, she must feel loved. He said, so the basic act of continuing the species, one of us is lying. So who is it? Very confusing. I'm glad I didn't watch that one with Billy Connolly. I, 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 but it's correct. Yeah, it's I, don't, did, I, correct. I, don't, I don't know if you said it right or not, but I mean, it's safe beside the point. Uh, yeah, but so getting back to, to, we're still not getting a solution here, by, by the way, lads. We, we're, we're we like, are. We're like a lot of blokes talking in a pub about some woman we know, and we're all giving an opinion on her relationship, but we're not answering the question that she wants the answer to, which, which is, is what she, I mean, she seems to have tried everything. Because she, she does say at the end, before, where is it? Before you all suggest setting up a date night and similar, I have tried everything over the last five years. He's just not interested. But I suggested something, Niall, and you completely just brushed over. What, would you, what did you suggest? An affair? I, I suggest that's not that's n- that's not a suggestion for a loving relationship. Whoa, 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 why isn't it? Because she's then she's deceiving her the man she loves. She doesn't she's want to do that. She wants to do the right thing. If she wants to leave, she wants to leave. She doesn't want to she's deceive him. Clearly God. looking for sex. This yes. woman is looking for nothing but sex right now. Yes. So my advice. To well, this she's not. But she's no. Hang on. No, 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 no. You're wrong. She's looking for sex from him. Ah, I don't think so. I think she's looking for sex. And I think she knows where this is going. I think she knows that she's going to have an affair. I think she's thought about having an affair. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't in their right mind wouldn't? If you're not having sex, you know, you said it yourself, it's 90% of the relationship when you're not having it. Well, that depends on the feelings of both people. But yes, if one of the individuals in the relationship likes intimacy and sex and the other doesn't, it can become a problem in the relationship. But if both people agree that it's not that important, well, then it's not a problem anymore. But that's fine, but that's not this situation. This situation is, this woman is in a relationship where she, surely she must feel horrible. I mean, have you ever been torn down by a woman, now? No. Well, by a woman? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Right. And it doesn't feel great. So imagine that happening from somebody who tells you, I love you. And then them saying, no, don't touch me. It must be a horrible thing to go through. Well, I mean, if you're if you were in a relationship, if you're in a relationship where you're constantly being turned down all the time, you know, from an intimate point of view, it can be very. It can't. It's not good for your own confidence. Confidence. No, no of course not. not. And that's for men and women, by the way. Absolutely. And yeah. this is why I'm saying to her, maybe that sneaky shag would be the confidence boost. But that's, that's not the, Yeah, but that's not the right thing to do. But if you're going to do that, just tell your husband. No, because your husband's not going to change clearly from what she says. So if you if you if you believe sex is important in a relationship and your husband is not giving it to you and it's not going to change, well then why not just say to her? Well, then you need to find a new husband. But what, why why can't she? Because you're not making an argument for why she can't do what I'm suggesting. Suggesting why can't she just have that little bit of fun on the side and go Because she'll get caught family. and then she'll destroy lives. She'll break his heart. She'll have a, a child that has to go to a whole family law system. She'll have to go to a divorce. She might lose the house. He might lose the house. It's, it's not worth the mess, is it? Jesus, Niall. That's some crystal ball that you have there you can see into the future. <laughs> there, to say any of that very happens. few people who have affairs don't get caught. And maybe she'd be one of them. Maybe she'd be one of them. Just, I mean... If she doesn't why enjoy- would you why would you put why would you put your relationship at risk 
because it's important because she's saving the relationship by doing what she's doing that's what you're not getting okay well that's because I don't agree with you but however stay there for a second both you Eamon hello (laughs) Eamon welcome to the lads club it's like the pub on a Saturday night isn't it yeah it sounds very much like that are we all in the pub or are we all outdoors by the way Oh, we're all out in the back having a couple of good points. Like. That's all right, because if we were in the pub, we all need to have our vaccine pass. Anyway, yeah. so Eamon, I, I mean, what's she going to do? She sounds like she's done everything or tried everything. Have they legitimately tried therapy or um, had proper discussions with this with like a referee in the room? Right. You mean counselling, sexual, sex counselling? Regular counselling, relationship counselling, sexual counselling. You can't counseling. negotiate desire, lads. You can't negotiate desire, Michael. No, you can't well, I mean, no, it's, I mean, as a point, sex therapists can be good because they can tell you things to do to try to make things a little bit hotter. Yeah, yeah, but the problem the here is your man, no, your man has no desire. How else do That's relationships survive 20, 30, 40 years like, you know? I think a lot of them survive, Eamon, because if we look back at our parents... Well, hang on, Michael, for a second. If we look back at our parents and, you know, we look back at people, generally speaking, in the human race, when people are married, a lot of people will tell you that by the time they get to 20, 30 years married, they're just not having really sex anymore. And not the relationship I would like to be in, but in just saying that, they're just not having sex anymore. And they just accept it. But some people are unhappy with that situation. Yeah, if that legitimately makes one or two of the members in the relationship unhappy, they can consider, you know, trial separations or divorces or more exotic methods that would be more acceptable nowadays. Right. But in the interim, you believe maybe she should encourage him to go along to therapy, sex therapy. Well, you thought they have that level of proper communication and mm. sort of trust in each other. That that would be a possibility for them. They don't have a problem with communication. They, they're, they're great on that level. It does seem, it does seem they're in a good relationship, yeah, apart from the sex. Mm. They're, 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 it's either it's a physical issue here on the, on the bloke side. This isn't the... You think so? This is what I'm this is what I was talking about earlier, about this feelings, emotional stuff. It doesn't work for men. That doesn't give a man a horn. You have to be very basic in this. That guy either has low testosterone or he LGBT. Rest about something. Right, which is LGBT. Why do you keep bringing in the fact that the man could be gay? I think he's gay. I mean, he, well, he could be. I don't know. But maybe you know, he would share with that, or share her, with, or share that with her at this point. Steve, no. we always know those people. Sorry, Eamon, what are you trying to say? Would I lose Eamon? No, I wasn't saying anything there. Eamon, do you think, you think that's a possibility? And I know we hear a lot of this lately, and I only heard recently from somebody, actually only this evening, I heard from somebody whose marriage broke up, and the rumour around town is the guy told his wife, didn't want, didn't love her, didn't want to be with her anymore, went off, moved out of the house, and now he's with a man. And, you know, that's, it's been talked okay, well, about. Yeah, first of all, Ireland's past socioeconomic sort of situation and sort of cultural sort of, uh, you know, kind of way of thinking, I suppose, generated by a lot of the Catholic Church would have kind of denied a lot of men the opportunity, with a lot of people the opportunity to kind of explore their identities. So they just ran with the norm and married a woman for the sake of it? Yeah, and when you think about the past, like up until maybe the 80s or 90s, like it was incredibly common for people to be married in, in families with multiple children by 20 to 25. Like. Yeah, even though they were gay. So you're marrying like essentially people who are kids or nearly kids like to other you know what I mean like really yeah, yeah. young people and they don't have time to 
learn and educate themselves and and plus the education and um, wouldn't have been there from either the media or from schools um mm. you know and if anything that stuff would have been denied so you you probably do unfortunately get marriages nowadays facing that struggle of people mm. realizing their real identity because it's more openly discussed or uh, maybe but, maybe some people are not just sexually compatible because you know i i don't think a lot of people see we learn about things in relationships as we grow up. <clears throat> we learn from our parents, we learn from our brothers and sisters, we learn from our friends and family, but we don't actually generally see people having sex unless we're looking at porn. And porn is an unrealistic view of sex anyway, or intimacy. Absolutely, yeah. So, so, in, so in saying that, maybe we're not educated enough around actually oh, having sex and knowing <laughs> what a good sexual... I mean, right, there are some women and men out there who are quite happy in the bedroom with a quick 10 minutes missionary position. In you go, in you go, there you go, I'm sorted, roll over, go asleep now. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm grabbed. Right, but there are other people who like to swing from ceilings and, and they should be with somebody else who wants to swing from ceilings. They shouldn't be with the starfish. Do you understand the point I'm trying to make? So people need to experience... Sex yeah, together. They have a good, didn't they have a good relationship? They had a good sex life for, for a long while. Yeah, she did, she did say. Point. Yeah, she did say they, they, had, they were now, compatible. Yeah. yeah, but maybe she's looking at it now through kind of rose-tinted glasses. Maybe it wasn't as good as she, as she thought she it was. Doesn't, she doesn't come across as like a Fifty Shades of Grey type of character. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's, it just seems like she's genuinely coming across because she's missing something that's very important in life. Because like I said, and I do genuinely mean this, if she thinks that he loves her and she wakes up every morning to him saying I love you darling I love you sweetheart the usual crap but he won't go near her how confused is she how conflicted is she with her feelings right now it must be a horrible shitty situation for her to be in yeah I mean it would be a horrible situation see and I've often said this right and it's really unfair to make out that sex is the most important thing in the world because it certainly isn't Love is much more important. Communication is much more important. Supporting each other is much more important. All those things are much more important. And what they do is create a relationship where intimacy happens naturally, right? And sex happens naturally. But if the sex doesn't happen naturally and all those other things are in place, then one person, or maybe both, or maybe neither of it, then it'll be fine, but one person will feel a little bit aggrieved. And then that small percentage of the relationship, which is the intimacy of the sex, grows into something bigger because it becomes a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't think so, no. I I think more more Am I talking too much sense, Simon? I, I think, I, I think there could, like, that might not be what this is, but that must happen to couples where, like, a small issue snowballs over years and eventually, like, they need sort of that reintroduction to their sex life. It, almost as if they were kind of exploring it again for the first time. Yeah, um, like, maybe maybe she should book a hotel, you know what I mean, and, and book a night out. I don't know why, you know, the, the no, focus should be said, on her making all these efforts. She put it in her email, don't say that to her, don't suggest the date night. <laughs> she's, she's clearly tried this. But she also said in her email that one of her friends said he might be having an affair but she said, I can assure you, he's not. Because Stay there for a second, because Helen, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Helen? Hello, Niall. Good evening. Good evening to you, Helen. So, <laughs> Helen, what, what does this woman do? I don't know. Maybe, I, I would think he's probably having an affair. Who? Him or her? Her. Him. Oh, him. Yeah, he's worn out. He can't. <laughs> he can't. No, no such thing as being worn out as a man. Us <laughs> 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 men are able to go on like... Can I come in on this yeah. and ask, like, is it Jim and Michael? Have they genuinely never said no to sex or never said no to somebody? Or never, never. like... Never. 
Well, the opposite sex. Oh, sorry, not the opposite sex. The same sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, Freudian slip. No. <laughs> well, we all know the story you told one night of you and the small sure Indian lad well, you met when you were 10 well. years of age. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> and you, you, do you remember the night Michael told the story about we've all got things in our past we're not too proud of and, and Steve goes on to tell us about when he was 12 or 13 with his next door neighbour, a little Indian lad. They were playing sword fighting out the back garden one day. <laughs> and he said, we've all done it now, haven't we? And I said, no, we haven't actually. See, Sorry, Helen, just to get back to you. So, Helen, you think he's having an affair and maybe he's just disinterested in his wife now? More than likely, he's either, he's either having an affair or he's gay. Right. So it has to be one or the other as far as you're concerned. It has to be one or the other. I mean, if, he, if, if, it, if it was happening for 20 years and all of a sudden he, would, he went off of it completely, well, there is something... Something not right there. But if, but yeah, but if he was gay, surely that would have affected his relationship in the last twenty-two years in some other way. Surely it just wouldn't suddenly start now. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's always been gay if he's if he's gay. And I, and I know he married a woman because, and I'm, I'm aiming his right, we lived in a country whereby, you know, being gay was frowned upon, etc., etc., etc. Thankfully, we live in a much more progressive world now, so it's okay. But And he lived in a world where he felt he needed to marry a woman. Maybe you're right. But in saying that, I think it would have reared its ugly head by now. I, think it's I don't know. Philip Schofield. I was just going to no, say Philip Schofield. Everyone knew Philip Schofield well, I did. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know he was. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> did you? Fair play to you, Michael. <laughs> well, it was like with George Michael. Everyone knew George Michael was gay, and then boom. Yeah, but there was a difference in recording. St- recording artists were afraid to come out as being gay because it affected their careers. Yeah, but that's well, what I'd, I want about. I'd, 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 I'd say that. I'd say that seventy-five percent of men today are inside the marriage and they're actually gay. Seventy-five percent. Absolutely. Ah, would you stop, Helen? I, I'm telling you, seventy-five percent of married men are actually gay. They absolutely, they're, they're stuck inside in loveless, loveless marriages. Oh Jesus Christ! And they're gay. I'm telling you. Oh, seventy-five percent of men. Okay, magazine or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's that's not true. Only about I, I, I think the statistic is somewhere between three and six percent of the world's population are gay. That's the really? ten now. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Root the same ten percent of my year, but I have heard conflicting figures from around the world. I don't believe it's ten percent. I don't believe one in ten men are gay. I don't even believe seventy five percent. I don't know where you're getting that seventy five percent from, Helen. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Nile. Helen, who's doing your research? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, magazine. <laughs> Eamon, this seems to be the strongest possibility because I, do, according to his, the, the email, she's very clear that she doesn't think he's having an affair. Well, first of all, you can, I guess, like, you can bat for more than one team, like, so... Has what, bisexual? Genuinely bisexual, or maybe pansexual, or something something else, like, you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other, I guess. Um, mm. you know, like, well, even if he was bisexual, he'd be still interested in her, wouldn't he? Yeah. So that's where you can add in the wear and tear of a few decades, Sorry, Helen... Men have this idea as well, like that sex is is is, is the be the it's so important. Like it's not really. Is it overrated, thing. Helen? Yeah, it's overrated. Anyway, oh, right. like, there, there you go, Helen. You're projecting a female point of view onto a man. Yeah, <laughs> we're not like that. Men, it is for you be surprised. It is for men. Sex is a major, 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 major. Okay, we get it. We get it, Michael. <laughs> we, get, we got the majors. Helen, are you married? I was. 
You were married, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how long were you married for? <laughs> Sorry, Helen. I'm divorced for a good many years now, Nigel. Right, okay. And mm-hmm. when you were in your marriage, if you don't let me ask, if it's not a very personal question, you don't have to ask me, you can tell me my own business if you want. Was the sex good? It was for the first few years, yeah. Brilliant altogether. Right. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Right, and then what happened? It just, was it dis- did it disappear because of you or because of him? Well, it definitely wasn't me anyway, Nile. Right, okay. Yes. You were still interested? Oh, God, yes. Right, okay. And then it just dwindled? Yes. No, 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 yeah, no. That's yeah. Niall, can we tackle the affair thing? Because I just feel like I have to, something I have to say. Right. I'd, I would be 99% sure that he's not having an affair. And I'll tell you why. Right. Because let's say I was having an affair on my girlfriend. And I went out tonight and I met some smoking hot young one and we ended up having sex. Right. And then I come home and my girlfriend's waiting in the, in the bed in our sexy lingerie and going, you know, give it to me. I'm still going to give it to her. Regardless. Well, I'm still going to have sex once a day, twice a day, ten times a day. I'm still going to have sex. You're some man, aren't you? Turning <laughs> her down on a constant basis is a clear indication that it's nothing to do with an affair. Because even a man that's having an affair will have sex with his wife. That's yeah. disgusting. It really is disgusting. And if you really loved your girlfriend... Are you whatever right or whatever? You wouldn't even think of those things, Helen. Helen, you'd be you know? surprised how many women out there are sharing men. Yeah, and not only and they, they're, they're the knowingly doing thing, it Helen. well. I can tell you that. Mm. Helen, you may yeah. you may find it disgusting, but there's plenty of men out there who just don't find it disgusting. Oh my God, I think it's horrible. Diseases, you name it. Again, everything. female perspective. Yeah. But I, I'm assuming people would use condoms if they're having the affair. Well, now, Niall, a lot of people, if they're in a drunken state and, mm. you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. there's no con- if there's no condom machine around, or what if they don't have one in their pocket? Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Not, not as many people are using contraception as you'd like. Yeah, spreading it around, I suppose, yeah. Or they're spreading it, yeah. I was only reading the other day the st- statistics on chlamydia. Jesus Christ. It's epidemic proportions. And oh, the, it's epidemic. They, 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 I can't remember. The, I'm sure Ruth will find out for me in a minute, but I know the statistics on chlamydia are like outrageous. The amount of men who have chlamydia. Nursing homes. But we don't hang even. On, hang on. But, but hang on, hang on. Forget about nursing homes. But they don't even know they have it, of course, because men have absolutely no symptoms whatsoever. And women don't really get symptoms either, apart from the fact it can affect their, their possibility of having a child. Mm. Oh, it's absolutely appalling what's going on. In do you think? Do you think society, Helen, has become too promiscuous? Oh, absolutely, not, yes. But it, but then what we're saying is that there's something wrong with sex. There's nothing. <laughs> sex is really enjoyable. It's great crack, like. Well, sex is lovely, now If you're having it with the with, with, with the right woman, of course. If you love the person that you're having it with, yeah. No, and and it should it, it should just end there, like you know. It's, oh, it should just end there. there. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I get what Steve is saying. It's enjoyable anyway, but it's obviously a lot more enjoyable if you love the person you're with, Steve. Says who? Uh, yes, indeed. Says who? Who done your, your research? I've had, <laughs> I have had amazing sex with women that I've only ever met once. Yeah. And, yeah, really? Yeah. Eamon, do you believe sex is a lot better with somebody if you actually love them? Um... Sex is very complicated. Like, it can be incredibly good with somebody you really care about. Um, but some days, with someone you care about, it can be totally shite. And, 
you know, you could meet someone in a club and you'd spark something and it could be an amazing night and you click and then you could meet someone in a club a month later and you could give the worst performance of your life and they could go home really disappointed in you. Like, you know. So it has its ups and downs, as you say. Absolutely. I mean, I, I surely disappointed as many people as I was like, please. <laughs> right, okay. Listen, lads and ladies, thank you very much indeed. It's been an interesting conversation. Thank you, Eamon, Helen, uh, Michael and also Steve as well. They should stay celibate, says somebody. All right, okay. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.